Welcome to Candy Bar Antler Boy, a series where I, Mike Rappin, discuss the Netflix original series Sweet Tooth with the one and only IRCB regular Danny. Hello. Every week we'll be discussing one episode of the TV series and chatting about the comic of the same name by Jeff Lemire, originally published by Vertigo Comics. Now let's get into the show. I guess before we get into the show, I should say apologies for those of you at home that have been dying for episodes of this show. Due to some scheduling conflicts and just like unavoidable things, Danny and I have not been able to sit down and actually give this show the effort that it deserves, but we're back. We should be able to just pump out the rest of this season pretty quickly, so we're really excited to do that. So let's get into Season 2, Episode 6, a.k.a. Episode 14, a.k.a. How It Started, How It's Going, 42 minutes, 36 seconds. Full spoilers ahead coming for Episode 14, The Sweet Tooth. You've been warned. Let's get into things. I guess, Danny, before I do my full summary, what did you think of this episode from a high level? Man, this one was an emotional journey from the minute it started all the way to the last scene uh and we'll we'll get into it but oh boy this you know i I, since we since we did take a a little gap and we're talking about this before recording like i went back and i I watched some of the highlights of this episode just to like confer with my notes mainly to reconnect with those emotional beats uh boy yeah this one's a doozy uh so yeah let's get into it yeah man Uh, (laughs) i i had very very similar feelings um but yeah let me let me talk about this episode so I'm just going to read verbatim my notes here. So uh, it's all out war, kind of, as the air lords are dropping purple flowers and various debris across the city and er, the zoo in Essex City. The kids get themselves free and plan to leave the zoo. But Wendy goes to find Gus, who's been missing since last episode. Amy sneaks into the compound to find the kids. She finds Sing's work. She burns it down and everything and eventually finds Wendy. Bear and saved by the bell. I'm going to continue to call him that. Uh, crash outside of the city with tight with tiger which leads to bear quote betraying saved by the bell and tiger and her becoming best friends again i have a lot of question marks in that yeah. sentence um seeing after some convincing by johnny gets whisked out out of the zoo with uh or whisked to meet his wife ronnie to get out of the zoo only to have Sing double back in the last moment to go find some bits and pieces of his work and ronnie ends up leaving him Jep and Gus make their escape and find the other kids and then make a big escape in a bus that Jep has to hot, hardwire. Eventually, Wendy and, and Amy end up getting caught up in all of that, too. Uh, the last men blow some of the airlords out of the sky, which was kind of fun. And we wrap cool. on a combination happy slash sad moment as all of the hybrids, Jeff, Amy, escape from the compound. But Amy suddenly has the sick dun dun dun. I can't believe this episode. Um, as per usual, a lot happened uh, in, a, in a bigger episode of sweet tooth and danny i don't know where's your head with all of this uh man so it was it was a really nice way to start because it's it's always fun to go back and look at the world before the sick hit yeah yeah uh even if it's in very little pieces uh and this one kind of kicks off that way right we we get to explore ronnie and uh Glock Singh's relationship a little bit more uh how different they kind of are but not really like it's really interesting yeah. to see when you know when you're I guess a relationship when people are kind of dating, which it seems like they were versus when they've been married for a while. And then also Mm -hmm. versus now with like, they try to survive this world together. Uh, uh, But it was, it was very charming. You know, the little B and E that they go to. Yeah. Um, Or bed on breakfast, not break, (laughs) not breaking and entering. I I was just letting you, I was just going to let it go. (laughs) Uh, But uh, yeah. And then even the, the, the thing with the with the bat was interesting because like it just kind of goes to the themes of, of the episode of like yeah you could get rabies from a bat but what are the odds 
I think that's also some of the stuff that we're seeing. Like maybe you could get the sick from from a hybrid, but what are the odds of that really happening? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think it's hinting at like maybe this comes from somewhere else. So I don't know. That's kind of the vibes I got from that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I did forget to mention the the flashback in the in the summary here, and I, I thought it was like you said, it's very interesting to see these people not in like nonstop panic mode. Like I feel like Doctor Singh, as we've met him throughout this whole series, has just been in like a crisis like since the moment he showed up um and to see him be a regular person and we we've, we've seen some flashbacks before but i think this is the first real flashback where we saw the two of them kind of being like in a in a cute relationship together and seeing where their relationship started and where it came from and then to do this hard 180 i think but the end of this episode where ronnie is like we just need to go nothing matters like she said i think she said this last episode or maybe it was this episode mm-hmm about how she's like, I've decided that it's okay, that this is kind of how I go. Um, and seeing obviously still obsessed with this cure, not only for everybody, but specifically for his wife is at this point now just sacrificing um, time with his wife for the selfish uh, reason of, oh, we'll eventually maybe have time in the future, even though she has decided that it doesn't really matter that much to her. Um, yeah, man, it's it's heartbreaking because clearly they have a lot of love between each other they had maybe a lot of love between each other and it is now very much gone i think ronnie has given up on trying to save um aditya and so that's it and i i I was like destroyed by the end of this where singh goes back to his research everything's on fire and then he's like it's all gone and she's gone and it's like now you've truly lost everything and it's all your fault you know like that was that was such a great moment yeah, I think unfortunately he's become a completely different person that who Ronnie like maybe fell in love with and and yeah, is and now he's kind of paying the price for it. You know, he mm-hmm. chose it almost feels like that was a, a picking point and we're kind of jumping around but like this is their their through line for the episode like mm-hmm. he had to choose and I don't know what he saw in the Andler that was left by Gus. Like I don't know what came into his mind. Maybe we'll explore that in the next episode, but uh for it to be so strong to like decide to have to go back yeah uh and and kind of leave uh i mean he wasn't planning to leave ronnie but they were definitely not gonna be safe and right that, that was the main thing get him to safety so yeah uh, i mean from from the perspective of why did he grab the antler what was the significance a little bit of a spoiler for the comic but not not really because i think we if you go back a couple of episodes this all connects back together that sing the first serum that he made was with Gus's blood, right? He had took so, taken some of Gus's blood. The second one that he made was with Roy's blood, right? Yeah. So not the same kid. So there's, he thinks there's something special about Gus. Mm-hmm. And I think we've learned from watching this show, there is something special about Gus. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it's, it's interesting. But I guess let, let's talk about some of this other stuff. You know, like I wrote in my notes, Amy is in badass mode. I mean, she was, she's talking to, I didn't really mention this in the summary, but you know, she, she was talking to, the general, the general abbott thank you um about like <laughs> it took you and your whole army to beat me and my 12 kids is like amazing like she's in full just like really cool lady mode yeah. um and she's not taking any any guff from anybody and i love this so she, when she swoops in she's just knocking guys around left and right um which is kind of an, an awesome moment yeah that whole conversation over the walkie-talkie was really cool especially seeing abbott's reactions to everything and then yeah the reactions of his people behind them, which I think is what really hurts him the most, right? Appearing mm-hmm. weak in front of everyone else is what really bugs him. Especially now that he kind of got, you know, from the last episode, he he pulled one over on the other uh, 
the other bosses or tribes or whatever you want to call mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now he's got a big alliance and he thinks he's on his way to success. And then boom, here comes Amy with uh, her badass and her planes and all this stuff. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And it's interesting to think about that in, in comparison to the end of the episode too, right? Like this whole episode, I think is a, is a trial for Abbott in terms of, can you actually deliver on the abilities that you seem to be promising and threatening people with, with these air Lords when they show up, you know, the, the last men have all this weaponry and they're managed to take out a lot of the air Lords from the sky. At least um, is the war over. I think the end of this episode kind of says no, especially given the best moment of the episode, I think. And we'll save yeah. that for the end of the episode to talk about. But um, we do get a moment with Abbott at the end after the kids drive by in the bus and he's just sitting there on the stairs. He's taking his glasses off. <clears throat> and it, and as his people start to show up, he puts his glasses back on like a mask, right? Like I have right. to be this persona. And the fact that he still has followers after this kind of obvious defeat is interesting. And we'll see how that plays out maybe over the next episode or two. But um, yeah, I, I totally agree. Like he had to save face uh, twice in this episode, which yeah. is does not bode well for a dictator like leader as far as histo- history has shown us, right? <clears throat> But uh, yeah, so you know, this is this is a pretty pretty fun, interesting episode to see like the last man actually being tested. Um, but the other thing I do want to talk about is Bear. This was an interesting episode for Bear, <clears throat> if only because we got to see kind of why she's doing all of this, even though it's maybe the strangest explanation. Um, you know, <laughs> when she talks to Tiger, she's yeah. like, "Why why are you doing this? You're joining the last man," and she's like. This kid's mom is a lot. <laughs> what did you think about all that, Danny? Oh, man, that I I said it in my notes. I just have what's the deal with Bear's story? It's all over the place. And it's just mm-hmm. it really feels like they wanted to add something like an extra element to the show. And it's just really not connecting with like, you know, it does feel like a piece that was made specifically just for the show that that just doesn't fit in this world. Um, I like the Animal Army stuff from the beginning. Like, that was mm-hmm. cool. But it just, like, once you remove uh, all the characters from that, uh, you know, and, and having this whole conflict of, like, oh, look at this handsome boy that she might like, but also she's got to be loyal to her friend. Like, yeah. It just, it, it, it is, it skews a little C- CW. And I'm like, well, if I wanted to watch a CW show, I would just go watch it over there. Right, right. Uh, There's but... seven seasons of Riverdale that you could go watch right now. <laughs> That's right uh so yeah i'm not i'm not super i can't wait till she meets back up with the group because i hope i think then maybe the animal army can help out the hybrids which i I, hopefully that's the case or at least Mm -hmm. that's kind of where the story's going uh but until then yeah a bear just kind of feels feels like it's in the back burner not really getting a lot of the, the right attention yeah it's it's so bizarre that like this story clearly is important enough that they've wanted to keep it, right? They could have written Bear out of the show at the end of last season, honestly, um, and they chose not to. So the fact that she's still around and, like, still having all of these beats and moments kind of makes me wonder, like, they must have an end in, in mind for her, but they just really don't know how to connect the dots between, like, introducing a very cool idea in the Bear Army, or excuse me, the Animal Army, and then getting her to that final moment. Um, I don't know. I... She has she tells a story to Tiger that I kind of read as like she maybe killed Saved by the Bell's dad and that yeah, was like the whole yeah. thing weighing on her. Um, but even then, like flesh that out, right? Like give give Saved by the Bell, aka Jordan, like a moment to like 
actually argue with her, find out about that, like be pissed about it, give him a reason to double down in joining the last men, right? Like you can give these characters meaningful moments in the story, even if their story is kind of weak to say like, oh, bears like waves that she's making as she's trying to get to Gus are having unforeseen consequences for our main character because now we've got this kid. Maybe she tells Jordan about like, oh, I'm after this kid. He's got antlers. He's really important for whatever her bad reason needs to be. Then Jordan finds out she kills or she killed her, his dad. And then he doubles down in the last army. And yeah. then he knows some information, right? Like make it, make it pay off for us folks right now. It doesn't feel like it's doing that, or at least not in a way that's obvious. Like we don't know the next episode. Maybe he does double down and go to the last army or last men army because she doesn't really follow up with him. Bear just kind of goes on her own. And then tiger goes, yeah. Hey, I know you kicked me out, but like, we're friends again. They have this weird pushing match. And <laughs> well, well, uh, well, trying to avoid like flying refrigerators dropping on them. <laughs> yeah. Which like, I guess talk in, as far as like, instead of dropping bombs, dropping just random large objects is yeah. probably pretty devastating too. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, they, they don't have access to bombs and stuff probably, or they want to save those for like, you know, the, the end game or whatever. But yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, I, I love that whole, that whole sequence of like, from the moment the the barrels dropped with the with the purple flowers mm-hmm. and the dust and all that stuff, like I was like, oh, like the episode really got going very well. Totally, um, totally. Which was kind of the shame of like being interrupted by this bear story that was really not taking us anywhere. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, eventually they have to catch up. Which of course, like bear now. I don't know. I think the Im- implication in the end of this episode with Bear's story was that, oh, no, the, the our animal army is ready to have you come mm-hmm. back. You're not alone. You're not the only person that can fight back against these people. Um, because I think to a certain extent, it makes sense to say these kids and Jeff and Amy can't fight back against the last men. They can't right. fight back against all of these adults. So why not introduce the animal army as this kind of like driving guerrilla force that can help these kids without having the kids having to commit uh war crimes right yeah yeah I do, I do think they've been planting seeds of people that will rise up against the last man so we now totally. have the uh the people at freeport like they they will find out they've been bamboozled because there yeah. is no cure yeah uh and then also the the air what do they call their men they're the air lords their lords uh, yeah thank you uh yeah so like there's definitely people out there that will stand up and also those other bigger those other groups, even though they've lost their leaders, like they're gonna find out, like, oh, they betrayed us. So, like, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. they're setting that up. I don't know if that'll happen this season or maybe next season. Uh, so we'll be it'll be interesting. But I do love seeing this whole battle. Like, like I said, from the moment the the barrel dropped, uh, I will say Abbott never tried to put on a mask, and that's interesting. Uh, while yeah. escaping from everything, yeah, uh, like everyone else kind of masked up, and he was just like. I don't know to maintain his bad guy persona or badass persona. Yeah, but it feels very unsafe. Uh, I, I, you know, it's funny that you say that because I, I thought about that as well in terms of he can't. I, I think a good, like you said, a good dictator like really can't hide and change their look, yeah. right? So like when he's Abbott, he needs to always be portrayed as the same Abbott. And I think we saw him wear a mask once before. But like that was when they took that guy out into the desert, right? Yeah. And so yeah. it was only like a small like couple of people versus like this is the whole army that he's like leading right now. Mm. So I think that was just done for image, not for anything else. Which we'll see how that plays out, right? If anybody can get sick, who knows, right? 
Yeah. Well, I mean, we find out later that those were fake flowers anyways. Yeah, that's true. So, but he didn't know that at the time, right? Yeah. So, uh, even when he when he does find out the fake one and, like, he takes a bite out of it, he realizes that it's plastic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there has to be just safer ways to try all that stuff out, I think, but... Uh, <laughs> not in the middle of a war zone, Danny. Yeah, I guess um, not. Uh, so, okay, the other thing I wanted to talk about, big, big moment in this episode, was Johnny, right? It's a yes. small scene. He gets a small scene where he like grabs Singh and he talks to Ronnie. Um, and she says, you know, I just want to be together and free. And uh, Johnny then says, like, he gets Singh and Ronnie together, and he's like, okay, now go. And they're like, no, come with us. And he says, yeah. I, my brother needs me. What was going through your mind there, Danny? Oh, dude, Johnny has become probably one of my favorite characters this season. He's just so good. It's his arc has been great. I I do feel that he's gonna hand like end up not so much betraying Abbott, but just like realizing that his brother was wrong mm-hmm. and he may be the one that has to do something about it. And I think this whole season has built has been building him the courage to do that. Sure. Uh and the actor that plays him is great. Like he's just playing it. He goes from uh, you know, he turns on the Johnny little brother persona very quickly too, like yeah. Abbott does. Yeah. Uh so I, I love to see that. Uh, and yeah, I, I like Johnny a lot. He's just, even with his mullet, he's still out there kicking ass. <laughs> I know. I know. The, like you said, the actor does a great job of of being kind of almost pathetic, but also yeah. like he clearly has a lot of heart at the same time. Like mm-hmm. th- they've they've managed to ride that line that I think is really tough of being empathetic without being like, you don't pity them at the same time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and especially in a dire situation so like i i, I totally wonder how they're going to take this in the comic because right now we're kind of we're kind of veering away from where things kind of go in the comic as far as who does what and when mm-hmm. um and so how they're going to play out this relationship between johnny and abbott is i wonder if if johnny still thinks at the end of the day that like not only does he believe that his brother is like he's still a good person somewhere underneath but that he can save him in some way Right. That like, despite all of this bad stuff, Johnny will at least be able to say, OK, now, Doug, it's time to just like we're going to close up shop and you and I are going to be OK together. You know, um, yeah. that feels kind of absurd for me to even say out loud. But I think I wonder if that's kind of the machinations we're supposed to get from this character who clearly just loves his brother and wants to take care of him um, or at least wants to be there for him, if not take care of him. So. I don't know, man. It's a really interesting, beautiful moment, I think, in this episode to be like you had the opportunity to leave and get away from all this craziness that you clearly don't want to be a part of, but you care about your brother and that's why you're going to stay. It's like, damn, damn, Johnny. Yeah. So good. So I was I was looking back at my notes and it just says here, these kids need to stop splitting up. And like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it feels like every time they're about to get somewhere safe or do something one of them has to go like, eh, I got to go somewhere else. So, uh, yeah, let, let's get into that because there's a whole sequence about them. Like, yeah, they're I, so close. They're so close. I, exactly. And I'm like, the kids, <laughs> one of the kids is, well, what about Gus as they go to make their escape? Yeah. And it's like, Wendy says, oh, don't worry, I'll go find him. And she's the most competent, the one who knows the zoo the best. Well, I guess yeah. they all kind of know the zoo. Um, but still, like, to have her run off... <laughs> kind of insane but i mean they did it obviously for dramatic effects so that later yeah. she could run into amy and stuff but even still it's like <laughs> why would we split up this way why wouldn't we take like two or three of us so that we can be safe you know um 
but yeah, that it's such a it's such a goofy moment. The whole, all the stuff with the kids in this episode yeah. is, as per usual, pretty goofy. In my mind, the tone just isn't quite right. Right, like they're they are acting in a TV show about children for children, and we are yes. adults watching a TV show that is for teenagers. <laughs> the, the the kids are definitely in a little bit of a different show. Completely, like, yeah. yeah. It's like most of it fits uh, when they're, but when they're interacting with each other, I feel like that's where it gets a little bit like that. Uh, although mm-hmm. I do love seeing them kind of put like put all their solutions together, like they figure out like, oh, you know, we'll take a rope up there, and then this yeah, other, yeah. like he's he's a strong one, so he can uh, he can lift everyone up. Yeah. Uh, and the, my yeah. question was going to be like, how's he going to get up there? Like, can they all carry? Like, <laughs> well, you won't have 11 a, of them upstairs. So yeah, <laughs> you won't have the pulley anymore. You'll have to actually pull them up. But, you know, yeah. I do love that the show just kind of like brushes over there. Like, no, no, they're already yeah. all together in the other yeah. side of this um, this wall that we're trying to climb. So, uh, yeah, but like uh, to to your other point, like, yeah, Amy. Uh, sorry, I mean. Uh, Wendy. Yeah, Wendy. Uh, going after Gus, like Gus is also like pretty capable on his own. It yeah, feels like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we do get a little bit of a chase. That I'm like, oh no, the bad things could happen to Gus, but it's just mm-hmm. so good. Uh, so I love that you know he has a. They kind of have a reunion, right? Uh, he runs into uh Jeb, and then Amy eventually finds Wendy as well. So mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it's really nice to have everyone starting to come back together because I don't, I don't think their stories work as well when they're apart. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, this. This whole season of them all being separate has been painful in many ways in terms of both the writing as well as the yeah. actual story itself, which, you know, you got to separate them so they can come back together. And I, I totally get that because, you know, Amy and Wendy's reunion is a very powerful, like tear jerky moment. You know, Jep and, and, and Gus coming together last episode was very like mind blowing. Um, So I really like that. Um, But of course, the 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 part of that episode or the episode ends where uh you know the kids are like fighting a couple of the last men and jep has dad powers activate as gus is seen and <laughs> almost gets stabbed uh yeah the, the I, elephant kid does like a swan dive onto two guys yeah <laughs> absurd moment <laughs> yeah i put i put in my notes big man versus the hulk because that dude was <laughs> massive it's true it's true some of the guys that are in the last men are monstrous human beings <laughs> yeah like how come you're not in charge what's going yeah, yeah. on what does abbott have on you that you're not in charge exactly exactly um they did that little slow-mo bu- run to the bus which i was like okay i guess i guess we're doing this like yeah. i don't know why it happened <laughs> yeah very good that i'm glad jeb knows how to hotwire i guess in this world you need to learn how to hotwire stuff oh yeah uh, oh yeah uh because that bus was kind of ready to go for them uh, mm-hmm. But I do love that visual of everyone on the bus as they drive past Abbott. Um, I'm surprised. I know this is kind of a more of a kid show, but like I'm surprised none of them gave him a finger. Like, oh, one yeah. of them has to know, right? Like, one of them has to know. Dude, it was it was very reminiscent of like an '80s era sitcom where like yeah. a kid misses the bus and everyone's like, "Neener, neener!" Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid, but also like perfect. Again, these are one of those things where I'm like. This feels out of place, but also I wouldn't want to have it any other way, right? Like, definitely need to have all the kids with their faces at the window looking at Abbott as they yeah. just drive by. So absolutely perfect and funny at the same time. For for a minute, I did I did think, like, something was going to happen that they were not going to be able to escape via oh, the sure. bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, especially when, when the whole army started kind of, like, coming back. And, and I was like, oh, no. Like, we're so close. Just let them go. Uh, yeah. let me let me end this episode on a high note 
and which I thought was gonna happen. I know. And then and then they just pull the rug out from under everyone watching this show. Yeah. Uh I I mean, we can get into that now. I think Yeah, I mean I don't really point. I was gonna say I don't really have much else, you know, the Ronnie ends up leaving Singh as he goes to try to go get his stuff, sees that it's burning and kind of like breaks down. Now the one thing to call out here is that when Amy was burning down his lab, she did grab a sample and kind of put it in her pocket for yeah. whatever reason. Um, you know, for plot reasons, that's why yeah. that's the only reason she would have done that. Um, but she did that so that, you know, hopefully eventually Singh will meet up with this group. We'll see how it goes, um, whether that's this season or next season. But um, but at the end of the day, Singh goes to look at his lab. He comes back. Ronnie is gone. And then we cut back to the bus where all the kids are like, we did it. Yeah, we're getting out of here. They're just being kids which is exactly what I think we've wanted for yeah. months, you know, as we've been watching this show um, from last season and even this season, just kids being kids and they get to have this moment. But then we get this slow pan over to Amy, who is very elated, very excited. Finally, for the first time in six episodes, not just on the verge of tears. Um, and then her pinky starts twitching and oh, oh my goodness, Danny. She is, she's so good. She plays that. So uh, yeah, she plays that so well. Oh, uh, yeah. Like her face changing from like being really happy to then realizing about the, the, the pinky to then coming back to have to pretend, you know, put on a, put on another mask uh, to, to, you know, cause the kids are going to worry and they're happy. Mm-hmm. They, they haven't had many moments in this world where they are legitimately happy and things are looking up for them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're on their path to Yellowstone, which I don't know if, the kids really understand what that means, but uh, they knew that Gus drew a picture for them. That's all. The thing <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it looks like a fun place. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, a, that was heartbreaking. It was yeah. heartbreaking. I, but I mean, it was very well done. Yeah. I will say, and the, you know, that, that moment is, is really like interesting because it's going to really basically define, I think the end of this season and probably into next season. My guess is that this is, this is the moment that is going to define like this question of like, what do we do with the cure now? Now that Ronnie is out on her own, I, I honestly think this will be the last time we see Ronnie in the show. Um, what happened in this episode where she's kind of just walking. She's off when we see these horses and she's kind of just like free on her own. Like she's yeah. miles away from the comp or from the zoo. Um, and I think that's just kind of it for her story. I am perfectly OK with that because she got to basically make her choice about her life. Right. She's no longer living under this like half pressure of her husband just saying wait just wait just wait and she has to go live in these um all these rough places and now she kind of just gets to make her own decisions which is great so now it's the question of what is the point of the cure obviously Singh wants to save everybody but i think now that we have stakes as viewers it's not just ronnie it is uh it's going to be amy as well right um the one other thing that i I forgot to call out is bobby let's talk about bobby here before we wrap up this year episode man because uh that that moment where all the kids are escaping and they're all like, "What happened to Gus?" In my head, I was like, "What happened to Bobby?" Right? <laughs> Did yeah. He escape before. <laughs> Bobby's and, uh, just all over the place, man. You can't put you can't pin him down. Right. Of all the characters, everybody knows that like Bobby is the one that can take care of himself the most. Um. So Bobby's gone in this episode. We reveal one of the air lords gets shot down specifically by Abbott, which is kind of a cool moment of Abbott just lifting up one of the the things from his glasses so that he can properly aim this bazooka at this guy's plane the guy crashes and this is the same guy who's like i'm gonna get my hands on one of these tanks um 
and Bobby comes up from underneath one of his parachute and they have a little conversation. He's like, hey, man, do you know where the tank is? <laughs> what was going through your mind there, Danny? I mean, the first thing was like, if Bobby doesn't drive a tank, then I'm done with this show. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I completely forgot about that. You know, that guy wanting a tank until we saw him back on the ground. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you let yourself get shot. This was all part of your plan because he had 100%. a parachute, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, so I, I'm excited. I, I I love Bobby. So hopefully things go well for them because now everyone is going back to, uh, to the the zoo and the base. Mm-hmm. So. But hopefully, I mean, Bobby's really sneaky, so I think he can definitely get him in there. Yeah. Uh, especially now that they've kind of let their guard down as far as like, uh, you know, the air lords are gone because everyone's out of the zoo. Amy and the, the kids are gone. So like as they try to rebuild, maybe mm-hmm. that's when they can catch him off guard. And I expect a really cool sequence of like just a tank driving out of the zoo. <laughs> uh, Bobby coming out. Bobby coming ta- out. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. No, I had, I had the same exact feeling. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what these next two episodes play out as, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. But let's get into our regular wrap-up segments here. So let's talk about what was good this episode, Danny. So I'm curious, what did you think was like some of the better moments of the episode? Um, I mean, Johnny, just just his little moment. Yeah. Really well done, really well acted, and very impactful to like the, the themes of the show, uh, obviously, but also just the, like the impact in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah johnny's one of my my good things yeah uh no. what what about you mike you got one good thing? i had uh yeah amy and wendy's like reunion moment it was a little awkward but honestly it yeah. was it was a totally like emotional moment that i think the show really gave us the payoff for right like it was a total build-up this you know mother and daughter wanting to reunite and obviously amy's the mom of all these kids at least that's you know they all called her mom when they got in the bus which like made my heart explode yeah. Yeah. Um, but like the, specifically these two, like Wendy having to be the mom to all of these kids while Amy was gone or separated, um, really kind of was like a relief. You could see the relief on the actor's face as they came together knowing, oh, good mom's here. Someone that can take care of me is now here. It was such a, such a wonderful moment. So I really, really like that. I agree. Yeah. Um, also, like I mentioned earlier, the air battle was pretty cool. Like just the, the concept of the having to improvise with planes and yeah yeah uh, and then also like the re- realization that the the last men have like these rocket launchers and, and stuff to take up like i didn't expect that to happen i really thought they were going to kind of catch him off guard yeah uh but the fact that they were kind of ready for for an eventuality like that it's really interesting to see what kind of things survive in this world mm-hmm. uh but also like what the writers just kind of put in there like oh yeah by the way we need a rocket launcher so i guess <laughs> i guess they had one at some point yeah well, I, I think that's kind of been like the last men's big thing is that they have weapons. That's like mm-hmm. more so than anybody else. They have actual pre crumble weapons. Yeah. He'll never get over that being what it's called uh, the crumble. Um, but yeah, I, I think the that's an interesting, interesting thing. Like they just keep rolling out perfect weapons for the situation. But again, maybe that's just like their advantage and why they've survived for so long. Yeah. Um, my my last thing I'll talk about is Bobby and the Tank Man. We already kind of talked about it, but that was like a real nice highlight to wrap up the episode. I was like, oh, cool. We're going to get like a little bit more in this area probably in the next episode, uh, yeah. which I'm very happy to see. I'm hoping that they can Bobby will reunite with them. But my guess is that they're going to do like a long game with Bobby where he's like going to be trailing the group. So we'll see how it goes. Um, 
So let's, uh, I guess we'll get into the last bit here. You know, what was not so good in this episode? Danny, I think you and I have already kind of expressed our thoughts on this. Yeah. Maybe let's go a little bit further. Uh, I mean, yeah, all I put on there was the, the bear stuff, sadly. And I think, I think it's only because it's a shame. I, 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 at this point, she's the only one that knows that Gus's mom is alive. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So I feel like that would make her more important in the show. But it just, you know, as long as she's away from the group, I don't think it's going to work for me. So hopefully in the next couple of episodes, we can at least reconnect. Uh, and maybe, maybe for the, the next season, uh, she's a bigger part of like, this whole uh, united front against against the last man and trying to find the cure and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I wrote the exact same thing. Like, I guess Bear's story is coming together, but it's capital C clunky. Um, there's got to be something that brings this together. Hopefully, I I think like this tape and the fact that Gus's mom is still alive somehow has to come to fruition. Maybe Bear is the catalyst that makes that happen, um, but it does feel really, really weak still. Even six episodes into a season, it still feels pretty weak, yeah. uh, and that's kind of a shame. So we'll see how it goes. So, um, any any final thoughts for this episode, Danny? Or are you just looking uh, forward to the next two? No, yeah, I'm just kind of looking. So I'm just looking forward to it because I don't know, knowing that we do have one more season, I don't know how much of the story we're gonna get. Like, I don't know what the end point. Uh, would be now uh, i don't think it would be a final confrontation with the last man but yeah i also don't think it'd be like i don't think anything's gonna get fully resolved so i want to know how the how the showrunners are gonna leave us at a place where i'm really excited to come back for the next season yeah i i 100 agree i definitely thought this season was gonna end with the last men and the fact that it's not makes me think that they're gonna do a bigger reveal about the true nature of the story like given all the spoilers that I know from the comic and kind of some of the stuff that was hinted at earlier in this season, I think it's going to tie back around to some of that uh, stuff in Alaska. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out um, and whether or not the gang even gets to Yellowstone. Who knows? I mean, right now they're in like a big car- cross-country journey. Mm-hmm. Um, Yellowstone's pretty far from Essex City, um, from what we understand. Alaska's even further from there. And I think, right. it, it, how do these these major distances you know get conquered and how do they come together so i wonder how much that they're going to give us this season if that's even um on the on the plate for this or on the board for this season so we'll see yeah um and and also gus's mom like everything that's happening there's there's weird shit happening up there and like yeah yeah yeah. we haven't gone back to revisit that and i feel like that's what they're going to tease us with at the end of the last episode this season totally 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 um well cool i guess that that wraps us up for for this episode uh, apologies for for the delay on this. We're hopefully we'll be right back on schedule to wrap up the season, uh, and then season three. We're hoping to just get early access to all the episodes so that we can record in advance. Because Je- Jeff Lemire is on the phone with us. We got Netflix calling us. You know, we're we're making things happen. So uh, <laughs> as always, you can check us out on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. We've got a Discord. We've got our Goodreads, a YouTube, all linked in the show notes here. You can support us on Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/IRCBPodcast to get early access to episodes of this and our regular show. I read comic books. Plus, you get access to tons of other stuff, a better Batmobile, Giant Days of Our Lives, Saga of Saga, IRCB Movie Club, and so much more. Um, The IRCB Candy Bar logo is done by the Sam DS. Music for this episode is Beautiful CS by Robert Farmer. I want to say thank you to Danny, as always, for being on this episode with me. Thank you to you, the listener, for being amazing. And until next time, comics are good, and so are you. (laughs) 